0: guys how are you all um so yeah slightly different tonight we're gonna go at uh, five o'clock on thursday apologies i couldn't um drop by last night just pressures of work etc anyway thought i'd do a little bit of a makeup session um and if you've got any questions or you're stuck with regards to family law then i'm here to see if i can help for the next hour we're also live on tiktok um, and obviously um, I record in everything that we do so just know that guys if you're going to ask me a question obviously we record it to put on other um, my other social media platforms again just so that people can listen in and it might go to help them as well right we will go straight into it we've got quite a few with their hands up already so number one is LJ Scott whenever you're ready ask me your question you a minute just to join me on the stage i've sent you the invitation no oh that's dropped out okay not to worry uh ross you are next ross gt sykes you are next on the list whenever you're ready ask me the question hello to my regulars who are here hello knitting hello stress mom oh hello ross
1: a strange sorry but I do need help. Okay. Two thousand, my parents got the the family to totally disown me when I came out as a gay man.
0: Yeah.
1: They, in two thousand and seven, um, got in contact with me again to try, um, I thought to try and breach the gap that we'd um had from when they disowned me, but it was really to get as much money as they could out of me, and they got every penny about twenty five thousand pounds they got out of me. Now, my father is a very strict Victorian, and he seems to think that when they die, that the government will pay their funeral costs, and I know that the government won't. I'm not prepared to give them any more money. They haven't. I haven't spoken to my family uh, since May two thousand. I have heard that um, I can divorce them. Is that that right? So they've got no stake over me as the eldest son. Um. Uh-
0: ross i i'm going to be honest with you and say i really don't know because this isn't a family law question this is more of a question for a solicitor that would specialize in wills or possibly even probate um estate planning that's the kind of area that you that you need to be getting some advice from um i i appreciate what you're saying and and the you know to use the word divorce you would think it was family law but it's definitely not a family law issue so i'm unable to help you ross i'm so sorry
1: okay thank and, you. you you're
0: welcome thanks bye-bye Bye. uh thrifty props you are next up on my list hi hello uh,
2: yeah so um i'm about to go through uh, a divorce um, yeah. and i've got three kids um and so my understanding is i need to get um the financial order um, but my ex is insisting that, included in that, is the sort of child maintenance agreement and essentially like parenting plan. And I think these should be three separate things. Yeah. I think they should all be in the one consent order. Is, is that something that can, can happen? Because the
1: government website seems to imply it's a, you may put this into the consent order and you can. But
2: my understanding is you don't have to. And would your advice be not to and to have three separate agreements?
0: Absolutely. I think when it comes to finances, um, they are very separate from children in that we can include any sort of payments for the children into the financial order. We call those periodical payments. We don't really even put child maintenance payments into financial orders because once the financial order is more than a year old, then the jurisdiction passes back to the CMS. So my suggestion would be that you have your order that deals strictly with the finances and then you have a separate agreement that deals with children. The other thing to remember as well is that the court will always make an order in terms of finances. They won't always make an order in terms of children. So what I mean by that is that if the parents can agree on the children matters, the court prefer to stay out of it and they will apply what we call the no order principle. So another reason to keep things separate because you really should have your financial order and the court will make one of those whether you two are in agreement or not.
3: Lovely, thank you very much.
0: You're welcome, thanks. Uh, Mano Summon, you are next in the list. So, whenever you're ready, I'm trying to look over at the TikTok questions as well.
4: Hi, Tracy, can you hear me? Hello,
0: yes, I can. Hi.
4: Hi, thanks for taking a call. That's all right. Um, just, a, just, just a couple of things. Yeah. I have my uh, first hearing um, next week. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to know. What should I be preparing for? What should I ex- expect from the hearing? Or how, is it how, is how,
0: it is it finances or is it, no, um, no, no.
4: it children? It is children, yeah, okay. it's children. And so I, I I'm, I'm I'm putting a variation to the existing called child arrangement order. Okay, and so I'm just wondering what I should expect from the first hearing and yeah, should I t- take any documentation? It is a remote hearing. Yeah, um, so I, I just don't know what, what I need to prepare for.
0: So the first hearing in any application, whether it be children or whether it be finances, is always going to be a directions hearing. So it's an opportunity for the court to establish where the parties have issues. So you've obviously got your application to vary and the other side's going to be saying why they're not in agreement to that and the reasons for that. From there, the court's then going to make some directions. Now, the directions that the court make will depend upon the issues that you guys have. It might be that CAFCAS get involved. It might be that further evidence is needed, medical evidence, for example, about the children or a school report about the children, whatever it is. But ultimately, the first hearings are just directions. So there's no need to have anything prepared except for your application. You need to give some thought to what it is that you're going to be asking the court for. As it's your application, um, then you're sort of considered to be the one in the driving seat. So, you know, it's a good idea to... The court won't make any orders at the first hearing and um, because it doesn't have the power to make any orders. So whatever it is that you and the other parent are stuck on, think about what would help the court make a decision. What other sort of evidence... Um, would be helpful and then you ask for permission to file that might be a statement it might be you know text messages that you've had and you want to attach them to a statement for example so give some thought to that but ultimately no order will be made nothing will change unless you two are in agreement to it changing and then the court will make the order but it doesn't have the power at the first hearing to make an order of its own motion does that help you still there Oh, well, I hope I hope you are still there. And oh, you are still there. Did, did you hear so, that? My,
4: my, well, yeah, it does help. It yeah. does because what I wanted to do was oh, oh god, reception. Hello. Hello. Hey oh, Tracy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Hello. Yeah,
0: I can hear
4: uh, you. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, no, it does help. It helps massively. Good. Because my, my intention was to keep it out, keep you out of the courts, but unfortunately, because. <laughs> She isn't being compliant. Yeah. Um. I've had to kind of go down, go down this route. But yeah, I just wanted to know: Do I need to prepare any documentation? I know mm. I know it's just me mm. telling the courts that. Yeah. This is what I would like to happen. Yeah. Uh, or what's in the best interest of my child? Yeah. Um. But there's nothing else that I need to kind of have ready with me. No. Just,
0: just, just be. Just give some thought to perhaps asking for for permission to file something if you think it would help. Like a statement yeah. or, or anything like yes. that, but yeah, apart from yeah. that, no, there's I'll, nothing you can.
4: I'll, I'll have a, a position statement already prepared, right? Um, if, if, if needs be at a later date, okay? Perfect, that's great. Perfect. Well, okay, well, thank you for your time. You're I'm welcome, busy.
0: okay? No worries, you take care. Bye bye, 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 Norian. You are next up on the list. So whenever you're ready, Um, my husband has money abroad, do I have the right of it as we're going through a divorce? Yes, you have the right to all matrimonial assets, Um, whether they're abroad or whether they're, um, you know, in this country, it doesn't matter. I know we're doing a Thursday because I couldn't do last night. I was so busy yesterday at work. Um, so I sent a message out to you guys, and I thought I'd have some makeup contact. Oh, Norian, I'm so sorry. I was just about to come to you, and you fell off the stage. Oh, there you are. Um, let me invite you back up to speak. Um, there we go. Norian, can you hear me? No. Okay. No. I'm going to leave you there for a second, Norian. I'm going to invite stressed mum up. Um, she's next in the queue to ask a question. And if you do um, sort out the mic issue, then obviously I'll come to you next. Stressed mum, have you got a question for me? Good
5: evening,
6: Tracy. How are you feeling? So I'm good, thank you.
0: Excellent. Um, Tracy, um, I, I think someone else might be kind of already online. Um, so I've muted them. The Norian is oh, yeah, they're, they're just trying to sort out their mic, so that's fine. They're on mute for a second. I'll come back to them after you.
5: Great Tracy, thank you. Um I just want to say thanks for everything that you do for everybody here. You know, you're absolutely amazing. Oh, um, thank you. That's nice to hear. Um Tracy, I um I obviously sent you a few messages privately and yeah, um, I've sent you um, an email to your work email. Yeah. Um I'm guessing it's just it's playing on the back of my mind for near D H D my my head kinda of goes into spirals. Yeah. And I'm getting so worked up regarding a divorce. So um long story cut short um 2003 my father died and his inheritance was used by my mother to buy me a flat that flat was then put in joint names um with me and my mom so that she'd always um, have somewhere to live and when she got too old to work uh, she was a living manageress and yep. uh, for, for a few hotels so there comes a day where i meet husband number one and we divorce with clean break consent order um after a short marriage the second husband comes along and um, now we started our relationship in 2012. um yeah. by this time me and my mum were on a debt management plan so i was paying a debt management plan and my mum was paying the mortgage yep um 2000 and um 2012 Met husband number two. Um he told me his tale of war, how he'd lost his job, that he was going to be made homeless, etc. etc, etc. And hookline and saying, God, being a bit of a soft woman that I am, um, I said, Yeah, you know what? Come and move in with me. Yeah. So he moves in with me, he then starts paying my mum board stroke grant, right? whatever it is that you want to call it. And that is the case until twenty twelve, um, twenty sixteen that we get married. Now, I wasn't in a hurry to get married. I did feel that I was a bit coerced to get married, but at the end of the day, I signed the papers, and it is what it is. Um, but then it comes to a lot of infidelity on his side. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of like online on all of these, like, babe stations, you, you name it, he's on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, contacting all of these different women, having these um, online relationships. I know it's not classed as adultery, but, you know, again... It plays on a woman's mental health, it, just like it would a, a, a man's, you know? Yeah. And it got me to the point where I started becoming quite mentally ill, and I started becoming very untrusting, very uneasy, Um, didn't quite believe him when he said that he was doing something. Um, it always just felt suspicious. Um, then I started, like, getting really concerned. I'd had um, messages of other women saying, oh, do you know such-and-such? Such? Yes, I do like, so, all right, okay, well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but he's been saying this to me online, and it's all his story of how. Yeah, he's yeah, missing. yeah. Um. Anyways, we get married 2016. Um. In 2015. Yeah. I had an unexpected windfall with a um, PPI reclaim. Yep. Yeah. And I used that money to pay off the remaining debt management plan. Yep. Yeah. And the remaining um mortgage okay okay so as far as i was concerned that was clear clean done dusted um the deed of a in mine and my mom's name so eventually 2017 comes and things aren't going great for me and my husband again with more of like the, the online kind of relationships um, he then got himself into a bit of a pickle where he wasn't looking after himself medically very well and we were trying for a baby and we were told that we'd have to go down the route of IVF. Now when we were going down that route um, he became so unclean down yeah. there that um, it, you know he started growing scales it, it weren't it weren't pretty it weren't nice and certainly yeah. it wouldn't be anywhere near it. And I felt because he took a year to get that sorted, he almost like took a year of my life of fertility. You know, as a woman, yeah. you got a clock, you got a clock on you. Yeah. And again, again, spiralling in, into my mm. mental health. So, are you?
0: Can I? Can like, I? Can I just jump in? And I know you've got a lot to say. Are you two still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you two still together, or are you separated
5: nah. now? No, 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 We've separated. Okay. and uh, I've filed, I filed. Good.
0: Okay. Um, so what? What? What's your question?
5: I've got so many. Um he's saying that um because I've signed the house over to my mum. Yeah. Um, which I did in March. So I found out i was pregnant in February last year yeah. when they separated and I signed my my share of the property over to my mum and yeah. my mum's saw him. He's saying like, Okay, well you've um you're hiding marital assets. Yep. Yeah. Um and he's saying what you done is illegal. I mean, es- essentially,
0: I essentially, you, 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 don't have a mortgage, so you've paid for the house off, and you want to know if he's entitled to a share of that. Just
5: something like I'm yeah. scared death in case I'm yeah. going to end up in prison. Whatever, so I've got a little want to support, and I'm.
0: So you won't. Yeah, you you won't end up in prison because it's your property, and if you want to sign it over to your mum then you can do that. All right. So what you have done isn't illegal at all. Um. So don't worry about that. Um, at the end of the day he he may be entitled to a share because he's your husband so he is Mm -hmm. entitled to financial assets Um, Mm -hmm. only the assets obviously that are in your name now he Mm -hmm. might say that since separation you have tried to um, obviously hide your assets by handing them over to your mom um, and the court Mm -hmm. may agree with him but mm-hmm. just know he'll only be entitled to a share of whatever was in your name, all right? Yes, so, well, be so 50% of my share. Of, of your share. But it might not be 50%, and that's why I say he may be, that's the first thing, entitled to a share. That's the second thing. So don't assume that he is going to get 50% of your 50%, mm-hmm. all right? right? And the reason the reason why I say may is because it does depend on needs, so mm-hmm. what, what you need to do is is to find a solicitor and take just one hour consultation with them so that you can find out exactly what it is that you're entitled to and what he's entitled to. And if nothing mm-hmm. else, that's going to give you peace of mind.
5: Right. All okay. right. Okay. Okay. So one-hour consultation with a uh, with,
0: with a family family law solicitor yeah and be very clear with them that at the end of the hour you want to know exactly what you and what he is entitled to okay okay
5: yeah um tracy do you do you only do like local cases or would you would you consider cases further afield
0: no no absolutely that's fine the the issue i have at the moment is i just don't have capacity i'm absolutely full to bursting at the minute i just don't have the capacity to to take anyone on but by all means drop Mm -hmm. me an email because if you're struggling i can recommend another solicitor okay thank you um so if, if that helps then drop me an email
5: Thank you. I really appreciate that. No famous. problem. Thank
0: you. All right, then. All the best. Thanks. Bye. Bye,
6: Thank you.
0: you. bye. Caitlin, you are next on my list. Um, so just before I go to Caitlin, a couple of people on TikTok want to know, first of all, what we're doing. Um, so what we're doing on here is we're live on Discord, and obviously I'm live on TikTok. Everyone on Discord knows that we're live on TikTok, so don't worry about that. Um, And I'm just helping people that have got family law issues. Maybe they want to start a divorce and don't know how to. Maybe they want to see their kids and they don't know how to do that. Uh, Maybe they're halfway through some litigation with regards to family and they're kind of stuck. So that's what we're doing. If you want to get over here and ask a question, then you need to download the Discord app and then click on the link in my profile, okay? And then you'll come into what's called the lounge and just put your hand up, all right? Um, Caitlin, you're on mute so take there we go what's your question
7: hiya um nice. so one of my friends one of my very close friends um split up with her child's dad
0: yeah
7: um about six months ago um obviously unmarried um and since then she's now seeing someone new um and the dad is basically threatening to like take the child for custody and this that and the other when he doesn't have a job he quit his job to stop paying maintenance yeah um and, like loads of things like gambling you name it he does it what would be her chances of that actually happening of him being able to take custody like for, like he's literally done nothing to say that sorry my child's like trying to chase him um yeah yeah he's basically just trying to take custody because he doesn't want her meeting the new boyfriend which yeah he's basically said to her if this new boyfriend even enters the household that he doesn't live in whether the child's there or not he's going to take her to court and this the another when
0: yeah He has no reason to do that, if that makes sense. I mean, look, when a a court or a judge is considering a change of residence application, they really do need to, to be looking at some exceptional circumstances, first of all, because ultimately they're going to want to keep the status quo as long as the child is safe. So whatever the the routine the child is used to, um, then they're going to try and keep that as much as possible. And obviously they're going to encourage the parents to be able to share the care of the child so that the child has a relationship with both parents. Where a change of residence application is successful is usually where the safeguarding concerns. So for example, if your friend's new partner um, was a risk to the child, if your friend was making bad choices that affected the child because of the new partner that those are some of the exceptional circumstances that i'm referring to so ultimately no, that, that
7: it's just a complete like power trip with him that yeah. play with so she doesn't really know what to do about it
0: what, well she doesn't she doesn't have to do anything to, at this stage from, i mean look yeah. he, he's got a right to make the application if that's what he wants to do um, and if he makes the application, she will go to court and she will simply tell the judge that, you know, she's more than happy for the child to have a relationship with him, um, mm-hmm. but opposes, obviously, a change of residence. And as I say, they're really difficult applications to make. Um, so, you know, unless there's safeguarding issues, I don't think your friend's got too much to worry about. No, okay, no worries. Thank oh, you. No worries. Thanks. No, Bye. Thanks. Kenneth, you are up next. So whenever you're ready, ask me your question. Hi. Hello.
3: Um, I've been on with you before. Yeah. Um the thing is, um, we went through court um on the 9th of June and my part, my ex partner's already breached two parts of the court order that the judge put in place. Is this a uh, children's order? It's a child arrangement order, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah.
3: Um what it is, it put an interim order in place. Yeah. Recommendations of the Section Seven report. Yeah. Um, which stated that when I have my son, my disabled son, in my care, I have his mobility car. Um, the thing is now she's actually turning around and saying that she's not willing to let me have the mobility car and everything. Um, I've applied back to court, but she's about now sending the car back. I'm just wondering, could she do that with being a court order in place?
0: So. Is your question, can she send the car back or is your question it, it, more about the breach of the order? Because if it's about can she send the car back, then there's every chance that she can um, if if she wants to. If the car's in her name or her son's name, it's not really a question that I'd be qualified to answer because that's not a family law issue. But if it's, yeah, it's
3: more... Just, I was wondering because yeah. the judge actually put it in place that she has actually breached that order as well. Okay.
0: Well, then, what you need to do, and by the sounds of it, you, you've already made your application to enforce. When you go back to court, there has to be a penal notice attached now, because if somebody yeah. continually breaches the order, we need to ask the court to have some consequences for that continued breach. And how we do that is to ask for a penal notice to be added on to the to the order.
3: Yeah. Well, what is um, she actually breached it in January? I went back to court in the March, she then breached that court order, I went back in June and that's when this last court order was put in place and she's already breached two sections of the order that was put in place.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it, it, it's definitely time for the penal notice, isn't it? I mean, obviously, you, you know, the, it, it does depend on the severity of the breach. If, if the breach yeah. is mean or they're having an impact on your contact with your child, then obviously that's well, not good.
3: Well, the one on the 11th of um, January, um, she actually stopped me seeing my kids. Um, I've literally just seen my kids for the first time since the 11th of January yeah. last weekend.
0: Okay, and and if she gives the car back, will that stop you from seeing your child?
3: Um, It'll just make it even more difficult for my okay. disabled son, because what I had to do last weekend was pick my disabled son up from school in Huddersfield. Yeah. Travel all the way through to Halifax to pick my other son up. Yeah. And we didn't, I picked my son up at two and we didn't get back to my house till seven o'clock that night.
0: Yeah. So I think I'd be, yeah, when you go back, definitely the penal notice, but obviously there needs to be some now, maybe new arrangements as to drop off and collection. Some, you know, maybe yeah. extend the contact time so that you get more contact time potentially.
3: Yeah, well, what it is with her, she's trying to get it where I only see my boys once every two weeks for a weekend and so alternate weekends is that is there much distance yeah.
0: between you guys is it a long way between you both
3: um it's about 15 mile okay bunchy so it's, it's not it's not that, too far. But to me to pay for all traveling and everything right
0: okay because i mean alternate weekends is pretty standard but you know depends on how far apart you are you could ask for some midweek contact Um, I think either way you're right get it back to court get that penal notice attached and then you're going to have to tweak it um, and and just think you're obviously quite used to her breaching now so between now and going back to court think about other ways that she could potentially breach so that you can build those protections into the order.
3: Yeah, well, it's like I stated to the judge in the last court hearing, my fears are, whatever they put in place, she's going to do her best to stop me seeing my children.
0: Well, and if it continues, then you're going to be running potentially a parental alienation case.
3: Right. All right. That's, oh, all right. That's... Thank you very much for your help. You're
0: welcome. No problem, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Victoria, you are next up. Yeah, there's somebody on TikTok who's really concerned that, you know, the people on Discord don't know I'm live on TikTok. They absolutely know. What whatever I'm saying, they can all hear me. So don't worry about that. Um, Victoria, what's your question? Oh hi, sorry Hello. I
7: don't really know what I'm doing, pressing buttons. <laughs>
8: <laughs> the question I've got is um me and my ex 12 years ago, um, Looking at buying a property, and we found one. Um, their mum gave us a gift of ten thousand pounds to put down as a deposit for this house. Yeah. Uh, we lived in the house for ten years together. Um, we had we had lots of financial difficulties because they like to gamble and do things, which I built them out of. But then we split up. Um, we've now been split five years. Um, I had to remortgage the house to help uh, to set them up. Um, because we've got children, so it's 50-50 custody, so both houses were fine for the kids. Yeah. But now my ex is coming to me saying that I owe them that £10,000. Even though it was a gift from their mum, there was no paperwork saying, you know, should we split it, it has to be paid back, or anything like that. I just want to know, do I owe them the £10,000 or not?
0: I think it's for them to try and prove that you do, and, of course, without any sort of written confirmation or deed, they're going to struggle.
8: See that's what I was thinking, but they're very insistent, saying, "Well, it was my mum that gave us it." Yeah. Um. So you have to give give me that money back. She's very, 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 very insistent on it. Um. I mean, I don't have ten thousand to give them back because yeah. I had to remortgage the house to help set them up in a home. Yeah. Obviously, I've got no equity in the house or anything like that. So.
0: Yeah. And no. we weren't married. We weren't married either. Yeah. No, I would say it's going to be very, very difficult for them to run that case without having any sort of evidence um, that you've agreed to pay it back to them. Because essentially, if the relationship hadn't have broken down, they probably wouldn't be asking for it. Um, and more to the point, why is it your responsibility?
8: Well, this is what I've said to them. But, yeah. um, I mean, it was through infidelity on their part that we, we actually broke up as well. Um, and I've said something, you know, I... I've done everything I possibly can to help set them up so that the children have, you know, a, a nice home between at both ends for us. Yeah. Um. You know, it's fifty-fifty, but I spend more money on the kids than they do, and things like that. But they're threatening to take me to court, so I, I was just wanting, I wanted, just wanted to know where I could possibly stand, just in case it does
0: go to court. I think if it does go to court, the obviously it's their application, so it's their case. Um, they are going to have to prove. Um, that you owe them the money and that's where it's going to fall down. Um, What I would probably suggest is if it goes to court and you are served, it's at that point you want to take some legal advice to go through some more of the details and to give you some peace of mind. But right now, there is nothing that you need to do. Yeah, because when we
8: actually did split up, we did get um, a lawyer to go through everything with us, Mm. um, you know, to say like, you know, I'm going to give you this money to help set you up. But that's kind of all you're gonna get from me. And she signed it as well as me. And, um, you know, we sat there for a while, you know, the lawyer was really good and went through everything and made her aware that, you know, if you sign this, this is all you're gonna get. Yeah. There was no mention of the ten thousand pound gift, no nothing. So Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Now I, I mean think...
8: I still have that paperwork. Oh
0: well there you go. There you get. go. That that would that would form part of your defence if they made the application. Um but yeah, I I I don't think you've got you've got too much to worry about there from what you've yeah. said. All right, oh, that's, that's such a wave of my mind. Oh, Thank good. You. You're welcome. <laughs> bye bye. Mimi, you are up next. Tiktokers, there is so many questions. I literally can't yeah. read them fast enough. I'm so sorry. Um, pop onto Discord. Yeah. Hi, Mimi. What's your question?
9: Oh, hi. Um, my question might sound a little bit strange, but. Um, I'm just in the very early stages of separating from my husband. Yeah, and I'm uh, obviously going to go for a divorce. Yeah, at the moment, our wills are mirror image. If one of us passes away, the other one gets all, all the estate. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing I need to change my will as soon as possible so that I leave the money to my daughter, or our daughter. You 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 do. Um, you
0: can make a will. However, just know, um, that until you have your decree absolute your husband can still challenge that will because he will technically still be your spouse. So God forbid anything happens to you between now and the decree absolute being Mm. pronounced, he could still challenge Mm. it. But absolutely, yes, you want to be making a will, um, amending the will um, from its current Mm. form. And if you hold any property with him um, as a joint tenant, make sure you sever that tenancy to tenants in common. Okay, that's that's something else that we, we tend to do straight off the bat, okay?
9: So... So our, well we've yeah, we've we've got our marital home. Yeah. Um so is, is that
0: what you mean by Yeah. So as as a married couple, you will hold that property as joint tenants, chances are. And what that means is that if you were to pass, your share, fifty percent, goes automatically mm. to him, and vice versa. If you sever that tenancy and hold the property as tenants in common, it means that if you die before the decree absolute is pronounced, it will go to Whoever's your beneficiary is in your will, it won't automatically go to him, but of course, running parallel with that, legally he's still your husband and could challenge that. but it's okay. better than having nothing at all. so absolutely do a will and then make sure you speak to your solicitor about severing the joint tenancy. It's a really straightforward um thing to do um, and it just it just builds in a little bit more protection until you get the decree absolute.
9: All right. OK, All right. that's lovely.
0: Thank you very much. For You're that. welcome. Really useful. OK, Thank you. thanks. Bye bye. Um, Sham, you are next up. That's the beauty about doing Discord and going live, because there might be others of you in that situation. Um, And that's why I wanted to create Discord as a community rather than when I first started TikTok, I used to answer everyone's questions individually on Instagram or whenever it was, Whatsapps, it used to be, I used to get like 80, 90 Whatsapps a day, but of course I'm answering the same question over and over, so I thought if I start this community then you can just listen and you know the problem that someone else has may suit you guys as well. Um, Sham, you kind of got to the stage and then fell out again, so, and you're not back in the queue, I'm not sure what happened there, um, if you pop back in, I don't even see you in the audience. Um, then I will jump you to the top of the queue, okay? Um, Bob Ray, let me invite you up next. So for those of you on TikTok, um, if you want to come over to Discord, just click the link in my profile, and then you can ask me a question if you want to. You don't have to, obviously. There's lots of people in the lounge just listening. No, you know, not everyone's got their
9: hands up. Um, Bob Ray, what's your question? Hi, um, I'm approaching final hearing for financial settlement. Yeah, um, and we've just exchanged S25 statements. Yeah. Um, obviously, the paperwork has recently changed the paperwork requirements. Um, yeah. And you know, I was very, very careful in my submission to make sure I complied with everything. Yeah. Um, the um, other party, however, hasn't. Um, and in terms of S25 requirements, the the statement provided doesn't address all the issues needed um, for a judge to make a decision. Um, We've already been in um, divorce proceedings for four years um, with constant delays. Um, And I'm worried that if there isn't sufficient information from the other party, that there could be further delays. When is your final hearing listed for? Eight weeks time. Oh, okay.
0: Because what I would be suggesting is that you make an emergency application to see if you can't get an interim hearing maybe even you know suggesting to the court you do it on a d11 uh, form but suggest to the court that you need a 30 minute hearing just because there's some admin that needs to be dealt with in order to make the final hearing effective okay um, right. and of course okay. if you if you sim- and, and you can have it virtually um, but if you if you say to the court look we're only going to need 30 minutes 45 minutes tops you stand more chance of getting an interim before the final hearing because the court's not going to want to get rid of... How How many days have they allowed your final hearing? One or two? Two. Two. So they're not going to want to get rid of two days because if you tell them on the day one of the final hearing we can't go ahead, that the diary's lost... Sorry, the court's lost two days' court time. So okay. but best to do it now. And what you're saying is there is some admin things that we need to discuss otherwise the two-day hearing isn't going to be effective Um, and you know let's hope you can get in it's it's you know it's going to be difficult because obviously you've got a final hearing in eight weeks time and most of the courts in the country struggle to get um, even half hour in but give it a go that's what I would suggest
9: okay so it's not that if if the information isn't there the judge won't won't um make orders in the absence of that information so at a a final
0: yes at a final hearing the judge has the power to make any order that he feels appropriate or she okay so they can do that obviously it depends on what's missing as to whether the court would feel it appropriate to continue and make the order but, okay. but they can, in answer to your question, I just probably advise you to do, ask for the interim hearing because you're right. four years in the making, do you know what I mean? You don't want yeah, this to be adjourned yeah. again. You may wait another six months to get another two days court time.
9: Yeah, okay. And it's not like this person is a litigant in person. He's represented. Um, right. So he should have been receiving advice about paperwork. Absolutely. Um, I, I And okay. I would be writing
0: to his solicitors then and saying, look... This is missing. This is missing. Without this information, the final hearing won't be effective. Um, I would say that, you know, if if you're going to have to make an interim application, you might be taking some advice about costs as well, Um, because, you know, it it has to be effective after four years. We can't have any more delays. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you very much for your advice. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bubble Glass, you are next on my list. So whenever you're ready, thank you, Louise Dorr, for helping me out this evening. Yes, if you want to ask a question in Discord, click the link, but you will have to download the Discord app first and create yourself a profile, etc. Bobble Gless, how are you? How can I help? I'm alright, right, thank you. Good. Um, just a quick question,
10: actually two. Yeah. Um, the first one, I've been separated for thirteen years. Yeah. Um Kids were kept away because I've got a progressive neuromuscular condition. Yeah. And I've set up in a world that neither of the kids get anything and neither does the ex-wife. Okay. Would that keep me safe or um so I when you, know, when, you
0: say, when you say when you say ex wife, have you received the decree absolute? No. Okay, so technically you're still married then? or legally you're still married, okay? Yeah. So whilst your will will be followed, so the executor will follow your will, your wife and your children do have a right to contest it if they want to. Now, I'm not saying that they'll succeed, I'm just saying they do have a right to contest it. Okay. Okay.
10: That my question, the one question. Right. The other question is, being a vulnerable adult, because my con my neuromuscular conditions progressed, okay. I've lost both my legs. I'm permanent wheelchair bound. Okay. Am I obliged to disclose personal information to my ex-wife?
0: It now is this part of the financial order process? No. No. So she just wants. She's just asking for it. Is she? Yes. Yeah. Well then, no. You you don't. If it's part of um, settling a financial order following a divorce, then yes, the court will order you both to exchange financial information. But if it's because she just wants it, then no, you're, you're, you're not legally obliged to provide that to her. Okay.
10: Thank you. that. Right. You're welcome.
0: You're welcome. Take care. Bye bye. KMDG, you are next up on my list. Yeah, you, normally it is six or seven. I'm so sorry. I think I've confused so many people. So normally I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, six to seven. I couldn't do last night. Um, so I thought I'd do a quick makeup um, session this evening. And yes, it has gone out earlier at five, only because I've got something else that I need to do at 6.30. Um, so yeah, sorry for throwing you guys. I did, I did put an announcement out on Discord, but of course, if you're on TikTok, then you wouldn't have known. Um, uh, KMDG, oh, there we go.
9: Hi. Hiya. So Hello. I
11: just
0: don't know if I can hear you. One sec. Okay, I can hear you. Okay, brilliant.
11: Yeah. Um, I have spoken to you a couple of times. Yeah. It's basically so my daughter was recently seeing her dad, she now doesn't want to. Yeah. Um, and we, I messaged his mum three weeks ago to have to go through his mum to speak to him, Um, basically saying, uh, you know, unfortunately, she does not want to see at the moment. But obviously, we're we are still make, asking her if she wants to go there. I've had a message from them basically saying, stop CSA, I want your partner to adopt it, adopt her, and I want her name removed. But realistically, obviously, I don't want to do any of those things. Um, I just would rather go to try and get full custody. But my only concern is that... There's obviously no safeguard. There's no safeguarding issue. It's whether they then turn around and say, actually, no, you know, supervised contact or, or whatever. And then if she doesn't want to go there, then am I breaking court orders? But I'm also like, I've had all the messages from him to say that he basically wants to cut all ties. So it's like, yeah, know what to do. Absolutely. How old is the child? She's seven.
0: Seven. Okay. I look. You're not in breach of anything if he's not pushing for the contact and the child doesn't want to go, okay? Yeah. Because oh, there's no point in having the court order then. It would be different if you were telling me that he wanted contact, then I'd be saying, well, okay, we now need to find out perhaps why the child doesn't want to have contact. But So don't worry about the fact that
1: contact yeah.
0: isn't happening as per the order. When it comes to him saying that your new partner can adopt... <laughs> That's yeah. not for him to say really and and he no, can't no, honestly, he no, he no, can't no. sign away his p r you know courts no, will yeah. only take p r away from fathers in exceptional yeah. circumstances you know i've known fathers be absent for six, seven, eight years, and courts still won't remove their p r
11: um, um, I, I don't want my partner to adopt her if okay. <laughs> we're not even married. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, that like, it was very assumptive. The, 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 the reason why I spoke to you about it last time, actually it was to do with, with the passport ah, situation, but I okay. know that especially as he's making demands, yeah. because that's kind of why this has come about, is he's basically saying, well, until... I do those things. He will not sign a passport, and that's kind of why I wanted to go down the court order route. Oh, I see. Because it's so. Yeah. I do have full custody. Yeah. And I don't need pictures. Yeah, you.
0: Yeah, that that's that's a little bit silly of him. A little bit naive of him, because <laughs> social services and oh the court aren't going to agree an adoption order just so that she can have a passport. No, so no, yeah, the best exactly. thing to do is to apply for a specific issues order um yeah. that you can apply for the passport without his permission essentially um, yeah. and did you also mention a name change in there or not yeah, I, yeah yeah so do, do that do that as 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 part of the same application and then you can just deal with everything in one yeah the only
11: it's just the fact that i still then have to have his permission anytime i go abroad. no you
0: don't no you don't do because no 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 because the specific issues order will cover off all of that so it will oh, say okay. absolutely it will say that you know you can apply for a passport and the court will give their permission in place of dad's that you don't need to ask dad's permission if you want to go away on a holiday abroad in the uk whatever there's no time constraints so you can get all of it in the one order absolutely fantastic. yeah
11: fantastic thank yeah. you so much you're
0: welcome all time right
11: time.
0: then Have a you bye. too bye Um, So quick question on TikTok. Someone's asking about legal aid. How do you get legal aid? What do you do? If you think you're entitled to legal aid and it is means and merits tested. So what I mean by that is they will look at your income and they will look at the um, money that you have in terms of uh, equity and any property or anything. Um, So that's the means part. And then they will also look at the merit of your case. So is it going to succeed? And what you, the starting point is to give the civil legal advice line a call, okay, so their number is 0345-345-4345, 4 4 alright, so 0345-345-4345, 4 4 give them a call, you'll be on the line for probably 20 minutes, but they'll talk you through it all, okay. Um, and they will um, tell you if you qualify for legal aid or not. So that's the starting point for anybody, Um, even if you don't know and you just want to make the call to find out. So give give them a call. Uh, Right, Knitting. Hello, you are up next in my list. How is it I can help? Whenever you're ready, Knitting. And I know that you and I have spoken before. Sometimes it takes a minute for them to get from the lounge up onto the stage where we can all hear them. Because obviously if you're sat in the lounge, we can't hear you. Do you pay back the legal aid? Sometimes they can put what's called a statutory charge where you do have to pay it back, but only if you've got the means to do so. Again, you'll speak to the civil legal advice line about that. Hi, Nitin, how are you? Oh, he's gone oh dear he's fell out uh knitting if you're still there you want to jump back into the queue and i will jump you to the front okay while i'm waiting for you to do that knitting i don't even think you're in the lounge anymore no you've totally fell off um so charlotte i'll come to you next you have a question knitting he does join every day ben yeah hi charlotte how can i help
6: um, my husband has got a six-year-old son with his ex-partner. Yeah. And they split up in two thousand and eighteen, and then in two thousand and nineteen, she took it upon herself once we got together to take his son away for a whole year. Yeah. Um, my husband spent about I think six to eight months going through court to be able to see him. Yeah. The child arrangement order been put in place. Um. It's where he sees him every other weekend and every alternate Thursday, um, but was all working fine. And then in the autumn of last year, she's got a new partner. We're not bothered; it's got nothing to do with us. But it's come about that they live two hours away, um, so my husband is trying to sort of say, you know, how is contact going to work?
0: Yeah,
6: because it's scheduled that he picks. Um, it's sun up on a Friday after school, takes him to school on a Monday and the same with a Thursday. During the school holidays, um, because they only live a 10 minute distance with each other now, it's just, it always works whoever's available. You know, she's always been happy to drop him off. If he's not working, he's going to and collected him. So we're just wondering how that's going to work now. Um, She's turned around and said that she's basically going to move there um, after the summer term. Okay. So, you know, regarding contacts and everything like that, my husband's sort of gone, well, don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and she's took him to court now to request permission to move. And she's also stated on it that he's breached the order, which he hasn't. Um, then last week, she. Is, it upon herself to say to her solicitor, Right, now, I'm not waiting for the court. So the court hearing scheduled for the 18th of July. Yeah. They've gone, Right, I'm not waiting for that. I'm leaving the house and I'm homeschooling my son. So my husband's just wow. yesterday put a prohibited steps order in. Yeah. And um, so my question is just, Will the judge just turn around and say, Yeah, you can go, you can leave, you can move away? And what I've also missed out is that when she's took this son away for a year, she has actually moved to school three times okay. already. Okay, um, so, so I just to know, can she get away with that again? Will she be allowed? Where
0: does my husband stand? Yeah, so I think the the first thing to to keep in, in, in the forefront of your mind is that any order the court's making has to be in the best interest of the child, okay? Yeah. So I think yeah. all of these things that you're raising is what your husband needs to raise at the next hearing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there hasn't been any consistency for the children, the fact that yeah. this move away is potentially going to inhibit their contact with him and always phrase it like that you know this is going to stop the children from seeing dad as opposed to it's going to stop dad from seeing the children Um, it's never a guarantee just because somebody makes the application that doesn't mean that they're automatically going to succeed all right so i think dad needs to just be gathering his thoughts on paper just have one a four sheet bullet point all the reasons why he thinks this wouldn't be in the children's best interests, and then he needs to tell the court about that.
6: Yeah, Um, well, we did that two days ago when we put the steps order in place, um, the Asprey detailed statements. We've done all that already. My only concern is actually that, um, like I said, she's, she's met this, nothing to do with us, we're not bothered, but she's met this guy in, I think, September last year and got engaged by Christmas. And in January, found out she was pregnant. Yeah. So that's the banner in the works for me. I I just feel like the court will say, well, she can move because she's pregnant. And then I'm um, just gobsmacked that she's took it into her own hands to go, right, well, I'm, I'm doing it without your permission. And in, in my eyes, that's the way to go. Yeah. Well, if I move before the court date, what what's the judge going to do? Make me go back?
0: that that does happen that does happen Charlotte honestly it it won't look good on her I won't I'm not going to tell you that it is going to happen but that has happened in the past where you know the children are not so much the court can't make an order about her but it's about the children so where the children are potentially um you know maybe even given to dad so it's difficult without knowing more but all I would say is it's never a foregone conclusion whether she's pregnant or not it's never going right. to be a foregone conclusion. And Dad still need Because even if, worst case, she's, she's, she moves and the court mm. don't order her to come back, we still need to sort out Dad's contact. So, you know, we well, still exactly, need to be before exactly, the court. Yeah. Well, and that's what Dad can do while he's before the court. You know, if the court decide that it is in the children's best interest, then fine. But, you know, we still need to sort out Dad's contact moving forward and what that looks like.
6: The move itself is going to reduce his contact because, like I said, it's a two-hour drive away. Yeah. Um, So for him, you know, he's not going to be able to go and pick him up from school anymore. Yeah. And things like that because he can't possibly request to leave work an extra two hours early. Yeah.
0: So so therefore he needs to think about maybe some alternative then, you know, maybe some longer time in the holidays or maybe, you know, a longer weekend or whatever it is but thinking about alternatives mm-hmm. to, to that plan. Um, and and he, yeah. want, he needs to have that as a backup. Um, so I think yeah. he just needs to keep going. I mean, if he resists the move, he needs to tell the court that and why. If the court make yeah. a decision in her favour, well, then he has, to, he has to have his contact looked at, okay?
6: Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, Thanks you very much for
0: that. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, Gary Horbury, you are up next. Uh, yes there's people on tiktok still asking about the discord just come on discord and you can ask a question
2: um the link is in my profile uh,
0: hey gary how are you hello yeah, i'm
2: good um so it's a bit of a long story uh, but i'll try to make it as short as quick as possible um so um my son is 11 years old about well, 11 at christmas yeah um and we, um, for the 11 years, we've always had arguments um, just due to the nature of the relationship. Um, mm. But um, I've had contact for 11 years, um, but she's now stopped my, stopped my access yeah um, just due to um, an argument regarding um, money and she wanted me to have an extra time during the week, which is quite impossible for me to, obviously, due to work yeah. uh, and the time to finish and, and all of that. Um. So the question is. Um. Obviously, I want to. She's cut all contacts now with me. Um. With my son. Um. And she's even blocked my mobile number from his phone, so I can no longer get in contact with him. Um. So I just want to go down the legal route, which I have done previously, but I obviously it's been a while ago. So I just want to know what the um. What no, the process the is. is.
0: Yeah, what the pro? is. Okay. Um, so good question. What you'll need to do first of all is get yourself a MIAM certificate from the mediator. And you'll do that by simply contacting a mediator to say that yeah. you know, you're looking to make an application to the court. Once you have that MIAM certificate, you then attach that to the C100 form. That's the form that yeah. you need. And you're asking for a child arrangements order. So you're going to tick the box because there's a few yeah. orders you can ask for using the C100 form. So you're going to tick yeah. the box for the CAO, the Child Arrangements Order, and then you're going to give a brief outline of what it is that you're looking for. So, you know, usually we would say we're looking to establish a regular framework of contact. We might want alternate weekends and Wednesday and Thursday and week one or whatever it might right. be. OK, and give the court an idea. You then send that in. Um, there's a court fee that will attach to that of 232 yeah. pounds unless you qualify yeah. for fee remission um yeah. and then the court will issue you a hearing date we're waiting about yeah. 3 months at the minute for the hearing dates but that's yeah. how you start it essentially
2: yeah so cuz obviously um i have we have done um previously we've got to mediation um we actually didn't get to mediation because she cancelled it because she'd changed the mind that i could see him um, and yeah. so obviously for the past 11 years i have been having it every other weekend and obviously during school holidays as and when um, I can and of stuff like that yeah um but she's also she has she she lived in australia for um a, a part of her childhood um and she obviously keeps on threatening that she's gonna move and take him away uh, but i do have parental uh, responsibility yeah um so is she able to do that without my consent? Um as well as holidays if she's to take them abroad, does she need my consent or can she do it without? Uh,
0: is is there a court order in place at the moment, Gary? There isn't There there,
2: is, there isn't no at the moment. Okay. When when so, we first did it years ago she cancelled it, so we've just done it between ourselves but now that's broken down.
0: Yeah. So so technically, I mean look, going on holiday it's a bit of a moot point, you know. If yeah. if you if you object to the child going on holiday and you force her to make an application, the court's going to allow her to go on holiday. Moving, that's a different story, um, because if moving is going to impact your child's relationship with you, then absolutely, A, she will need your permission, but obviously a lot of parents just go and do it, so then you would be making what we call an emergency application to the court. Um, So, does she need your permission to go on holiday? Not really. Um can yeah. you stop her from going? Yes you can. You could you could yeah. um apply for a prohibited steps order. But as I say, yeah. if it is just a week or a two week holiday, um the yeah, child i not too bothered about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't want to have the
2: best in life so Yeah, just, But, but moving
0: I think moving to Australia, that's a whole that's a whole different ball game. Um yeah. she she absolutely is gonna need your permission there. And if you feel that that's a real threat, then you can make an application to stop that. Right. That's right. Right. Thank, Thank you for all your help. No worries. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Um, there was a question I wanted to answer on TikTok, and I've forgotten it now. Oh yeah, somebody asked me what's the difference between family law and probate law. Um, so family law is obviously divorces, child custody, residence, um, things like that. Getting a financial order following a divorce. Uh, probate. Are lawyers that deal with um, someone's estate after they've passed away so if you leave a will and it's maybe contested that will be a probate solicitor Um, so they're dealing with a completely different side it's still family I suppose but it's not what I do which is the divorce and and the children's bits and bobs Um, Ania you are up next in my list what is your question
9: hi Um, Ania hello. hello
0: Um, hello, just a quick question. I yeah. am um, with my partner for um... hello, I've lost you. You've oh, that's such a shame. I could hear you, but now I can't hear you. Oh dear. okay, you're on mute. Hello. no I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you on, on and I will come back to you. But I'm going to go to the next person who is Ilas. I, I, Ilyas. Apologies. I hope I've said your name properly. Uh, whenever you're ready, ask me a question. Ilyas. I hope I've said that right. Uh, oh, well, thank you, Cameo W. That's really sweet of you. Um, it's all right. There's... there's um, Couple of comments on TikTok, that's all. Oh, Ilias, you've dropped out. I'm so sorry, Um, you've disappeared. So Gup, I'm gonna come to you. Oh, hang on, Ilias, put your hand up and we'll try that again. Sometimes if you're new to Discord, it takes a bit of getting used to. And of course, I'm not really, I can't help too much because um, I don't see your end of things, what you see. Ilias, I'm gonna jump you to the front and we'll try again. So come up onto the stage, there we go. Can you hear me? Uh,
10: yes. There accurately. we go. Right, what's your question? OK, a uh, couple of uh, questions. Uh, now, <clears throat> my partner and I, my wife and I, we've been separated for some time now, seven, eight years. Uh, I've got a daughter who, for whom I've got a child or arrangement order yeah. with. Uh, yeah. She lives with me full time uh, in the family home. Um, Now, the home is uh, joint ownership and we are legally still married. Yeah. Now, my question is is there something that I could come up with like a will to protect my uh, side of the share and, uh, 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 you know, maybe to appoint uh, someone else to uh, inherit the will such as my... Uh, youngest daughter and yeah.
0: other two daughters who are. Uh, yeah, I think I think that the, the first thing you should do is sever the tenancy, and and there was a, a lady on earlier who had the same sort of question. So you're okay. you're you're probably going to hold the tenancy as joint tenants at the moment because you're married. So make sure mm. that you sever that tenancy so that you hold it as tenants in common. That's the first thing. By all means, okay. go ahead and change your will. But that's only an interim measure because you are still married. So I think if you're, you know, satisfied that the marriage has irretrievably broken down, then I would be Mm. suggesting you start the divorce process and then you get a financial order, which is the best thing really to sever those financial ties. So you can put a few interim measures in place provisionally, but ultimately you are going to need that financial order.
10: Okay, and... uh, uh Okay, if a will is put in place can and something happens, uh, can she contest it? Yes,
0: as your wife, yes, she can. She will have a right to contest the will. So it's another reason to, to look into maybe, you know, getting your divorce. And I'm not saying that's what you need to do, but she can contest okay. the will because she's still your wife. Up until the point okay. you've got decree
10: absolute. Okay. Because we're still legally married now, yeah. and we we me my daughter and I we live at the property. I don't have any other uh, uh, asset, and my obviously I have to look after. Her. I don't have uh, you know great financial uh, yeah. income. You see, yeah. What are the chances the court? I mean, my and if I apply for divorce, what are the chances the courts might turn around and say you need to uh, uh, set the finances? Uh, you know what are the chances well
0: the court the court's not going to tell you to do it it's something that you're going to have to do yourself but okay. it's it's important to get a financial order um so you you can get divorced and not have a financial order the court's not going to force you to do that but my suggestion okay. is always to get one
10: okay and All can right? can the wife uh apply for a financial order if uh, Will we, if I apply yes. for divorce, yes, she I'll can. Divorce. Yes, she can. Okay.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter who applies for divorce. Either one of you, um, can
10: apply for the financial order. That's fine. So, in regards to financial order, I mean, what can the court turn around and make an order to sell the house and? Uh, but uh,
0: absolutely, the court has the power to do that. But you, now you're getting into the realms of where you need to take advice because you know can the court make an order to sell yes can the court make an order that you stay there yes can the court order with regard to pensions absolutely they can but of course mm. all of these questions won't mean anything to you until you actually get your own advice because the advice about finances is very bespoke to each family all right mm. okay okay, okay. Uh, all right okay, then. So you're them. welcome Thank thanks, you. thanks. Okay. bye-bye so, Guys, I'm going to sign off because I am going out. So um, that's why I wanted to do the five till six. But thank you so much for joining me. I'm back again Monday at six o'clock, the normal time of six o'clock. So I hope to see you all then. Thank you, everyone that's joined me in the lounge tonight. And apologies to those of you who have still got your hand up um, and I didn't get round to asking you or answering your questions. So take care. Enjoy your weekend, guys. And I will see you on Monday. Uh, There's always a mass exodus on Discord when I say goodbye. Um, Thank you, guys, um, to everyone that joined me on TikTok this evening. Um, And again, apologies that I wasn't here yesterday at 7 o'clock. Thank you as well to my helpers tonight. There were some new helpers in there, Louise. Thank you so much. um, And other people. Um, Tracy, do you put fathers on the birth certificate on a C100? No. You have to get an order from the court to do that. Um, Do I go to court? Yes, I do. Routinely, I am in court. That's one of the reasons I couldn't do it last night because I was meant to be in court this morning. So I had to drop everything and um, do that. Anyway, um, I'm going to say goodbye because I am going out. So um, take care of yourselves and I'll be back on Monday at six o'clock. Thanks, guys. Bye.